This is an extra episode of the A2 Schools podcast of a recent presentation to the Ann Arbor Public Schools Board of Education. Moving on to our next item of information, it is that time of the year, Fall 2022 Student Enrollment Annual Report. Dr. Swift. Thank you, President Lazarus and trustees. Um, In our fall 2022 student enrollment report, you are correct, President Lazarus, it feels like a right of December uh, to do this report. We have included in board docs the prior report from fall of 21, just because it's always good to see that context. I know that the team is bringing in Dr. Berger and uh, Ms. Linden, who will help us with this report, but I wanted to point out, trustees, by way of introduction, the signs of strength are clear um, in our data that you'll see this evening. Just a few highlights. Following the two years of COVID-related declines in enrollment, you can see really a leveling out and a moderating Uh, of just 34 students this year off of where we were last year. Uh, And you know, trustees, in a district our size, that means about one student per school. So really, I call that a flat enrollment. Uh, You know, trustees, that we were very intentional and very careful about schools of choice this year because we really wanted to focus on our students and their recovery Uh, Of course, we do schools of choice, but we moderated. You can see that's down about 50-some students, and that's by design. Uh, We have increased at both elementary and middle school levels. Uh, There is a difference of about 136 at high school. And trustees, you recall that those cohort groups over recent years at high school have been a large population bubble that has moved through our district uh, for about 13 years now. So uh, there is a little moderation at high school based on the exiting of that large uh, population bubble. Uh, You recall, trustees, from our in-depth study, that was around following 9-11, actually, um, just that little pop in, uh, in babies being born and in the size of those classes. Um, There is some reality in this data. You will see that now one in four students impacted and coming from a home impacted by poverty. Uh, That is different from our one in five uh, previously. Uh, It is also exciting to see kinders and Wi-Fis. And trustees, you know, for a couple of years, uh, parents were choosing to just hold their students for a little bit longer, and we're seeing that number really begin to rebound. Um, Also uh, rebounding, uh, Ann Arbor as an international city. Those international enrollments are popping back up, and um, and, uh, overall, this enrollment report documents strength and recovery. And I just want to thank our school teams Uh, Regardless of the number we count, every day they are focused on serving every child. So uh, Dr. Berger is uh, being joined by members of our team. Uh, Ms. Linden, I'm going to hand it to you and let you uh, do the proper introductions. Uh, But we do have uh, a deeper dive 
into this fall 2022 annual enrollment report. Ms. Linden. Thank you so much. I, I am so proud to introduce to you uh, a new member of our director crew. We're joined by Director Brett Carvath. Brett is the Director of Student Accounting and Enrollment for our district, and she will begin, has begun, leading the department in, in just, what, uh, about three weeks ago, Brett, officially? Uh about a month now, actually. Maybe a month? Okay. Time flies. Um, but Brett has been with us. You probably have heard her name, trustees, because she served in our district uh, for a little over a year in the uh, Department of Enrollment. So this is a, a step up in the leadership role. And Brett, we're so happy to have you in this role. Thank you so much. And you will remember Dr. Dan Berger, who was our Director of Teaching and Learning Research. So uh, I really have no part here other than to introduce these two fine individuals and to be here for support. So Dr. Dan, take it away. Thank you, Don. Uh, good evening, trustees. Um, I'm assuming somebody's going to start the slideshow for me here in a moment. Uh, okay, so the basic um, sort of top line numbers here um, are our student enrollment across all Y5 through 12 campuses, um, including all of our WEOC programs and other special programs, is 16,993, um, with the addition of 359 preschoolers. That brings a grand total student served as of fall count 2022 at 17,352. Um, if you'll please go, uh, go to the next slide. Um, and so you can see this is the, the trend over time. And um, as Dr. Swift explained, our overall enrollment is down just 34 from last year, uh, which is 0.2% uh, overall. Um, and that's following a couple years of larger decreases in enrollment. But when we put that in a broader context, our enrollment trends are still fairly strong compared to, if you go to slide five, um, the state of Michigan, the red line here is the state of Michigan and the blue line is AAPS enrollment. Um, and Michigan over the last 20 years has had a 15.7% decrease in enrollment, while the Ann Arbor Public Schools has had a 2.2% increase in enrollment. Uh, and if we look as well at on slide six, the next slide, Washtenaw County, over that same 20-year time period, again, blue is Ann Arbor, red is Washtenaw County. Um, Washtenaw County had a 6.2% decrease in enrollment compared to our 2.2% increase. Uh, and then slide seven, just continuing to put this in broader context, looks at Washtenaw County birth rate and compares that to our young five kindergarten enrollment five years over, five years later after that. And again, while the county birth rate has decreased about 7% over a nine-year period, our Y5 kindergarten enrollment um, has increased 7% during that time frame in which those students reach age five. Um, so despite some decreases over the last few years, we're still doing well when compared to the prevailing trends um, that we see in the county and in the state. Um, further, our, our enrollment this year was not monotonic across levels, as Dr. Swift mentioned, and as you can see on the next slide, slide eight, um, we actually had small increases in enrollment at the elementary um, and middle levels of 0.3% at the elementary and 2.1% increase at the middle level. Um, and again, as Dr. Swift mentioned, a, a small 2.4% decrease at the high school level with that bubble of kids coming through. 
Um, so it's not a single story. The last couple of years, it's been a drop across all three levels. It's not quite like that this year. We have a little bit different story where we have a little bit up some places, a little down other places uh, across levels. So over the next several slides, we're going to um, explore our student demographics a little bit. Slide nine, which is the next one, um, shows our overall race ethnicity breakdown over the past four fall counts. As you can see, the proportions are quite stable. Uh, the maximum change is one percentage point between any two consecutive years in any of our um, race ethnic groups. So slide 10 then um, breaks this down further, just looking at our current year, and it's the race ethnicity um, across different levels where the, the darker blue is our elementary Y5, uh, Y5 through five, the yellow color is our middle and the lighter blue is our high school. Um, again, there aren't a lot of wide variations between levels, with the exception of the multi-ethnic population being higher at the elementary level. Um, and the African-American and Latino-Hispanic students at lower proportions at elementary, which basically make up that difference, which is about 7%. Um, whether that is an actual change in composition or people um, self-identifying differently, we're not really sure that um, every year, you know, everyone can self-identify their race ethnicity. Um, if we look at slide 11, that's gonna detail the proportion of several of our student populations, namely students with IEPs, students from homes impacted by poverty as measured by free and reduced price lunch qualification and English learners. Um, the proportion of students with IEPs and English learners is basically the same as last year. Um, it's that one in eight and one in 10 hasn't changed since last year. Um, notably, however, the percentage impacted by poverty has increased from 21% last year to 25% um, at this year's 2022 fall count. So, so that is a change that um, you know, we need to take into consideration as we make plans moving forward. Um, and then, uh, so that's a little bit about our demographics. Uh, over the next several slides, we explore student mobility in the Ann Arbor Public Schools, starting with incoming students. So this slide, slides 12, reports the number of young five and kindergartners we have entering the district over time. Um, as again, Dr. Swift mentioned and in her introduction, we saw a bit of decrease, particularly in the number of uh, young five students during the first two years of the current pandemic. But this year's numbers seem to be reflecting a rebound in that number. Obviously, we'll watch it going forward and see if that continues to rebound to pre-pandemic levels. Um, slide 13 looks at new students enrolling in the Ann Arbor Public Schools from within our attendance boundaries. So people who already lived in our attendance area, um, but were enrolled in some other institution and have moved to Ann Arbor Public Schools this year. Um, and so the total for this year is 215 and slide 14 breaks those 215 down by their prior institution type. Um, so where if they were at a charter school, if they were at a parochial or religious school, a private or non-public school or being homeschooled. Um, although there are a lot of these for which we didn't have any data entered into power school. And so those are lumped at those 103 in the non-public within district category. That just means we don't know exactly where they were coming from, but we know they were coming from within district and uh, from a non-public institution. Um, slide 15 then looks at new students who've moved into our attendance area from outside our boundaries, um, both from within on the left 
and from outside the county on the right. Um, the total number of those altogether is 724. Uh, the nature of Ann Arbor is that we are a mobile community and an international one with fairly large numbers of incoming and outgoing students each year to and from around the state, the country, and the world. Some of that mobility seemed to decrease a bit when the pandemic started. Um, but if you look at the numbers here, you can see we're beginning to see the number coming uh, in from outside our community each year um, rebound over the last two years. Slide 16 provides a look at just the overall total number of students arriving into our attendance area over time. So there's the 724 for this year that I mentioned, and you can see that trend over time. Um, and that just, it, that's the same thing that was detailed on slide 15, just a broader look. Um, finally, we have our last group of new incoming students to look at for fall count 2022. And those are the ones who entered our district via schools of choice. Um, slide 17 here provides a uh, look at how many of our new students entered via SOC, Schools of Choice, as well as um, if you look at the second or yeah, the second line of, uh, of data, um, AAPS students who moved out of our boundaries, but remained with us through the Schools of Choice process to maintain their consistent education in the Ann Arbor Public Schools. And again, as Dr. Swift mentioned in the introduction, that's down a little bit, and that was purposeful. Um, we were purposefully trying to, to keep the numbers down a little bit so that we could focus on, you know, everything we need to make up that happened in the last several years. Um, so that's that slide. Slide 18 then, which is the next one, um, shows the overall breakdown of our students by residency in the district um, with the number of students who are resident and non-resident children of employees being quite consistent from last year. It's um, at 89%. It's actually up a tick from last year. Last year it was 88.7%. This year it's 89%. Um, and the out-of-county SOC schools of choice students remain the same, and the number of in-county schools of choice students decreased by that 0.3% that were added to our um, resident student uh, numbers. Slide 19 then um, looks at the other side, not our incoming students, but our outgoing students. Uh, that looks at the details of the departing students. Um, you can see where they're going. Uh, just a note that when you see charter or private school in this table, that actually could be a charter or private school anywhere. So it's not necessarily a student who's moving to a public school who's, or a private school who still lives in our attendance area, but it could be someone who's moving to a private school in Minnesota or in Korea, you know, uh, just anywhere, just a charter school. Um, slide 20 then provides a look at the overall numbers of departing students over time that was detailed on slide 19. So you can see the total is about 1,093 uh, or exactly 1,093 this year. Uh, the final piece of our presentation this evening focuses on some of our special programs. Slide 21 details our student enrollment in the WEOC programs over time. Um, and as you can see, we have a small but stable group of students served by these three programs, the Earlidge College Alliance, uh, Washtenaw International High School, and the Washtenaw Alliance for Virtual Education. Slide 22 displays the students enrolled via our A2 virtual programs. And some, are, some of them are full-time, some are part-time. Um, overall, if you take the whole group of all students who take some virtual courses, 
Around 5% of our Ann Arbor Public School students choose to participate in some or all of their education in a virtual setting. So we have a population that is, is really taking advantage of, of that program also. Um, slide 23 explores the enrollment in our International Baccalaureate program, Mitchell, Scarlet, and Huron. Across all three levels, there was considerable growth in enrollment when the program started, and the enrollment has remained strong over time. Uh, similarly, on the next slide, slide 24, shows a similar growth when the A2 STEAM program began. Um, the enrollment grew pretty quickly there and then has also remained strong over time. Um, so we can see that the, all these different programs, the WEOC programs, um, the International Baccalaureate, the virtual, uh, the STEAM, all of these programs um, are offering something that, that a, a, a good contingent of our students is taking advantage of and benefiting from. Uh, the final two slides, I'm not going to go through point by point, but they summarize some of the points that I've already made throughout this presentation, some of the points that Dr. Swift has already made. Um, Ann Arbor Public School is an international community with a high rate of mobility. We have in the ballpark of a thousand students move in and out around the, and around, uh, move in and around the same number moving out each year. Um, and that's not even including new young five and kindergarten students or graduates. Um, and because of this, the district continues to monitor geographic and programmatic trends as we plan for enrollment in the 22, 20, or rather 23, 24 academic year. Um, and that planning has already begun. Uh, our enrollment remains strong despite county and state enrollment trends. And we're starting to see our sort of quote unquote normal enrollment patterns beginning to reassert themselves as we um, continue on uh, after. Uh, not after, but uh, past the beginning of the pandemic. Um, we look forward to continuing to track all these measures as we continue to offer a variety of programs to our diverse student population. Uh, so thank you for your time this evening. And that that's what we've got here <laughs> to talk about tonight. Thank you, Dr. Berger. Also, I just want to make sure that the public understands that if you reside in our district or within our district, you are welcome to in our district into the school that you are assigned to where you live and there's no questions asked and we welcome you with open arms exactly so uh thank you that is what public school is all about yes Trust and a quality school in every one of and those a quality school yes, yes in the neighborhood that's why we have so many of them yes. <laughs> okay all right. Thank you very much for that. Miss Linden, I'm sure you're not going to go away too far. Nope. I'll be here. <laughs> okay. Thank you all. Thank you, Dr. Berger, Ms. Corvett. Thank you so much. Have a good evening. Thank you. Right. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this extra episode of the A2 Schools podcast featuring a recent presentation to the Ann Arbor Public Schools Board of Education. Please subscribe to our podcast to hear Superintendent Swift talk about important AAPS issues and more. You can find out more about AAPS at a 2 Schools dot org.